Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 1047 Wonk FM. M&T Bank. Local business spotlight. All right, so today we are here with uh, Pramod Raheja, who is the CEO and co-founder of Air Agility. Thank you so much for joining us today. Start out by telling us about Air Agility. Yeah, absolutely. So at Air Agility, I'll start with our our, our, our mission. Our mission is to save and improve lives. It's really that simple. We believe that these unmanned you know, systems that we're working on have the ability to really improve people's lives Um and then also directly save them in many, in many instances. So, you know, what we do at Air Agility is we work on unmanned robotics. Uh, we call unmanned systems or unmanned robotic systems. And specifically, we focus on the AI and the autonomy component. What's AI? AI stands for artificial intelligence. And autonomy just means that, hey, can the robot operate on its own? Can it do its own thing? without human intervention. So those are the things that we work on. We have a heavy, heavy emphasis on area, what we call aerial assets, or as most of the world knows, flying drones. But we can also work, we also work on ground systems and also maritime where, we, where they're going in the water. Robots are going in the water as well. So when you say that you work um, mostly with drones, um, what kind of what different industries have you worked with? And and tell me about uh, some of your success stories. So the first industry that so we're still an early, early stage company. And so we're still growing and we're starting to, you know, kind of branch out into other industries. But early on, we've been working pretty closely with the Department of Homeland Security. And specifically, we've been working on missions that involve search and rescue, public safety, security kind of missions. So if you imagine search and rescue, for example, um, you, you are going into situations where let's use a let's use a real life example. Everybody listening to this call probably has been to some sort of conference or convention somewhere. And so typically these are big events. So if we imagine like the Washington Convention Center, for example, and you imagine the car show that they have every there and there's lots and lots of people there. If that collapsed or if that was a, if there was an earthquake or something that happened or a fire or something, um, that's a pretty big place. So if people are trapped inside or can't get out and the fire department shows up, the first responders show up, um, you know, it's going to take them some time to show up, number one. But number two, uh, when they get in there, they're not going to know where to go. Where do they, where do I go first? What if, you know, where do I, how do I know if somebody's alive over there versus there? Well, the idea that we're working on with Department of Homeland Security is that we send in these drones first. The drones go in and they start exploring and they start looking for signs of human life. And they're smart enough to go left versus right because left, they see something that looks like potentially a human being or, or their infrared senses that there's somebody there. And they go in that direction versus the other direction. And meanwhile, they're communicating real time to the first responders to say, look, when you get in the building, go here versus there. So it's being mapped out for them. And as far as a success story related to that, as part of our affiliation and contract with, 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 this, with the Department of Homeland Security, we've been able to deploy around the country and go into immersive and complex uh, training environments where we've trained with other first responders. In fact, an example would be a year ago, we were able to go a little over a year ago, we were able to go to a small little town in Indiana where they 
made, they had a mock shift earthquake and they had a thousand first responders come from around the world to do training here. So basically it was the largest urban search and rescue exercise ever held in the US. And we were only one of three, what they call technology performers or, or technology companies that came and performed alongside the, the first responders. So we were able to really learn a lot. So for us, that was a great success story because some of this had never been done before. They didn't, you know, how, how does the human and the machine work together? That was really the human, they called human teaming, you know, human machine teaming. And that was something we were, we're on the forefront of. So we're really pretty excited about that. So do you see artificial intelligence as enhancing the, the jobs that we're already doing? Do you think that it'll create opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when, when I talk about robotics or I see articles about it, or I see it on the news, um, there's always some sort of, uh, angle about, hey, it's going to take away jobs, just like you sort of alluded to just now. And the reality is that if you look at technological innovation over, you know, from the over many, many, many hundreds of years, typically what happens is jobs don't necessarily go away. They're different. They're enhanced. So I think even here, you know, you're not necessarily going to have in, in the example I just used, you're not taking away a job. You still need those first responders to show up and do things, but you're sending in a machine into hazards way so that you hopefully don't put the first responders life in, you know, in, in, in a, in a really hazardous situation. Um, and they go in when they need to go in. Right. And they know that they're going to the right place versus the wrong place. And if the machine doesn't come back, that's okay. You know, we've designed them to be cheap enough that that they're assets that can be lost. So absolutely. I think to answer your question, these jobs are really more enhanced than they are taken away from anybody. And it seems to circle back to what you mentioned your mission was, and that's saving lives. So absolutely, um, I think that's really, really incredible. You know, this year, obviously 2020 has been one of the most interesting years in my lifetime. Anyway, you know, uh, we've been dealing with uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. How has that impacted your business? Yeah, absolutely. I think like anybody's business, we, you know, we had to make sure that we stayed resilient and stayed in the conversation. Um, it's, you know, I think, you know, you could go into the corner and sort of cower and, and hold, hold out, or you can say, let's grab the bull by the horns and really see what opportunities exist. And that's, that's, that's what we did. And what we're seeing is that, um, that there's a real opportunity here. Um, what happens in, in, in bad situations like we've had in 2020, like the pandemic, is that things change and things will change for the better for the future. So even though, even though we're going through a bad time right now, we're going to come out of this much stronger as, as an as a, as a, as a entire world. And what I mean by that is technology is improving. So in such a drastic and fast way to improve lives. Um, the vaccine obviously is on the top of everybody's minds right now. And that is absolutely, you know, astonishing how fast they're doing that. But along with that vaccine development is technology. So even drone technology in, in my world here is that, you know, there's, there's a lot more interest and there's a lot more money and there's a lot more resources being put towards how do we use these technologies um, to improve how we're doing things. So an example might be delivery, right? So, um, you know, instead of having a, a truck show up with a guy that drops off your, your, your package at your doorstep, which by the way, during this time of year, we get lots of those, right? Um, you're going to probably at one day in the future, see drones. So drones are going to come into your neighborhood. They're not going to land on your doorstep necessarily. They're going to land on a, maybe a little, like almost like a makeshift, we'll call it a mailbox, but it's going to be a drone mailbox and it's going to land and it's going to put a package into that 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 box and it's going to go into the compartment for your house and you're going to go get your 
get your package. And that's one example of something that's being, you know, developed as well as, and we're working with a company helping them do that uh, right now. And um, you're going to see that happen. You're also, and so those are just some examples. Um, and even like we talk about right now, the, uh, the situation with the pandemic and hospitals being over, you know, over, um, you know, overloaded with people and they can't get the drugs and things like that. And we're talking to companies around the world, hospital systems where, you know, they have barriers and it could take three hours to get from one hospital to another, just to deliver some blood samples or drugs and things like that. And drones might be able to do it in 20 minutes. Right. So that's another example of an acceleration that's happening. And people, because of this, are now, you know, moving faster to develop those solutions. I was actually just going to ask you about that um, drones in the medical field and uh, different examples of, of how you could see that being a possibility as well. We're speaking with Pramod Raheja, who is the CEO and co-founder of Air Agility. Can you tell me about some of your current biggest needs right now for Air Agility? Yeah, sure. I, I think, you know, I mean, like any early stage technology company, uh, resources are always a challenge. Um, and when I say resources, that relates directly to, you know, money and funding and all that sort of thing. Um, but aside from that, also is talent, right? So we do some very cutting edge things. We're hiring the best of the best robotics, artificial intelligence engineers, um, and, you know, soon to be hiring product managers, and, and we're looking for the best of the best. So uh, talent is always, um, you know, a challenge. I think we have some really great, what we call fishing holes, where we where we fish for talent. We have great affiliations with universities and, and, and other companies. So we have some definitely, you know, we definitely have a good flow, but that will continue to be something we're going to need you know, in the, in the coming years. And then of course, capital is always, is always a challenge with an early stage technology company. Even if you have capital, if you want to grow fast and if you want to grow in the right direction, you've got to make sure you're well capitalized. So that's something that while, you know, it's not an absolute immediate need at this very second in time, it's something that we're always thinking about. And I think that anybody that is a technology entrepreneur of any sort, it has to be thinking about that as well. Like how do you, how do you make sure that you're well capitalized, not just now, but a year from now, two years from now, three years from now? And a lot of that can come from revenue, of course, and from business, uh, from the business that you do. But you also have to make sure you're thinking ahead. So even if you look at some big companies like a Tesla or a SpaceX out there, um, they are still, even though they have revenues and they have customers, they are still taking on investment and capital because they know that they have to stay ahead of the curve. So that is, I think that's an immediate need for us is just make sure that we stay ahead of the curve and in terms of our own fundraising efforts and of course sales efforts as well is there anything that we should know about air agility that we haven't covered yet yeah so i'd say you know we are you know a scrappy little startup that that, that kind of originated right here from the dmv not the type of company that you normally see in this area you see these our kind of companies typically in silicon valley maybe boston where there's a lot of robotics companies you know, and so I think we're really proud of the fact that my co-founder and I are really proud of the fact that we have started this company and got it to the point that it's at on our own terms and in the area we wanted to stay and do things because we are from the D from the DC, Maryland, Virginia area and are very loyal to it. And we want to see a lot of growth here. And we feel like we're going to be a great story coming out of this you know, area. And we want that to inspire others to start companies and to do things, do great things here as well. And the reason I say that I'm so proud of that is because many, many, many companies that have originated here have moved to Silicon Valley or Austin or Boston or New York, where they are sort of known hotbeds of entrepreneurial 
activity. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely no reason that the DC area shouldn't be one. And there are ingredients that are required to make that happen, which is a whole nother conversation. However, from to play my part, to play our part as a company, my co-founder and I have, you know, had pretty good talks about we want to stay here. We want to grow here. We want to make it happen here. And so we're doing it on our terms. And I think that's going to be a great story for the whole region as a whole. So where can we find you? Where can we get all the information that we need to know? So at Air Agility, yeah, we're all over the place. We embrace social media. We embrace the online presence. So we're airagility.co, airagility.ai. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just type in Air Agility. Our handles are all at Air Agility and uh, pretty simple to find us um, online. And recently we were voted um, startup of the year from a company, from an organization called Established, uh, where we were we won the AI category just uh, like, actually like a week ago. <laughs> and so we're, even if you type in Air Agility, you'll find a lot of different articles and things on us uh, uh, that we've done recently. Pramod Raheja, who is the CEO and co-founder of Air Agility. Thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. For more than 160 years, M&T Bank has supported local businesses through good times and bad. They know that you're the heartbeat of the community because they live here too. Today, M&T continues working hard to keep local communities strong and resilient. There's nothing more important. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.